Hey friends, this is Wendy. Welcome to the Encore series presentation of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. For the month of August, I am inside my retailer's inner circle, deep diving, working on our holiday prep boot camp, getting ready for what's coming in Q4. So the entire month of August, we thought it would be fun to share with you some of our top podcasts. These are podcasts that either have been the most downloaded, the most requested, the most searched, or the most talked about. They're all podcasts that I think are going to be valuable for you as you get ready for what's coming in Q4, getting ready for the holidays, getting things in order. So we have decided to do the replay, do this encore series with you. So whether you have listened to all the podcasts before, been if you're one of our favorite binge listeners and you've listened to all the podcasts, I hope you'll re-listen or listen to the first time and let me know if it's one of your favorites or some of your takeaways. When we listen to things a second time or when they are more relevant, I guess is the way sometimes I feel like, you know, uh, we might learn something once, but then when we we're not ready for it or we need the information more at this point in time. So the entire month of August, the podcasts are for you to listen to and to get excited while I'm inside my boot camp, inside my inner circle with my members getting ready for the holidays. If you'd like to join us inside the retailer's inner circle, that's my monthly coaching group. And again, this month we are spending the whole month uh, in my popular boot camp getting ready so that we can enjoy Q4 doing what we do best. So retailers can spend Q4 just sort of on a set it and forget it, if that makes sense. You know, we're just set it and forget it so that we can enjoy selling, serving, doing, being, teaching, whatever it is that we're doing in our shops without the stress of running around with our head cut off and not being prepared. We set revenue goals, we attach marketing plans to it, and we just get it done. That's what we do inside the holiday bootcamp in August. Now is the time to get that done. And so you can see your sales escalate in Q4. So if you're not a member and you'd like to be, please check the links in the show notes, reach out to us, wendybatten.com. Jump on the list. We are doing regular invites this month to the retailers inner circle. And if there's lots of interest, we'll make sure we get you in. We don't want to leave anybody behind. We want you to be prepared as well. So that's what I'm doing this month. I'm hoping that you will enjoy the Encore series and today's podcast, which we have got for you. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Today is such an important topic. We're going to be talking today about becoming the CEO of our business. Kind of a scary word sometimes for some of my retailers. I say that and they think corporate, they think they're not building a multi empire with, you know, like Pottery Barn and the great big giant ones. So I want you to think about your business though, being the, you are not just the shopkeeper. You have not created just a job for yourself. You have created a business. So you are the CEO of your business. 
You don't have to have a hustle mindset to succeed in retail. I promise you. If you're tired of working 24-7 and just winging it, you're in the right place today. You've probably opened your store so that you could have a beautiful and intentional creative lifestyle. It's so possible. I promise you. The difference in achieving uh, success as you define it, by the way, we all define success differently, um, is really by putting on that CEO hat. It's about thinking of our business uh, like a business, not a hobby. So just for a minute, I want to ask you to go back to the time when you first created your business. I know you've been doing the hard work. I know you had a dream. You're creative. You know, I know how creative brains work. And I know that at one point in time, you designed this beautiful business in your head. And maybe you're in year one of your business. Maybe you haven't opened yet. Maybe you're just getting ready to open. Or maybe you've had your business open for several years. I want you to go way back and think about what you wanted at the very beginning. Why did you create your business? Just for a minute, I want you to take a little bit of time and think about it. What are the words that come to mind? So for me, it was freedom. I wanted to be able to use my creativity to give me a little more freedom to become a corporate dropout. (laughs) I wanted to, maybe, you know, maybe you want to make a little bit more money to help with your family. You know, maybe you just need to feed your soul and get out of that corporate world or nine to five gig, you know, something, there's a reason that you started this business in the very beginning. And I want you to go back and think about that. And I want you to think about whether you're there or not, you know, is it yes or is it no? Is that where you are? I will tell you the key thing, and I hope you are, by the way, I hope you are (laughs) where you want to be, but if the answer is no, it's not exactly shaping up exactly like you thought it would be, I want you to think about how we can make that better. And that is my mission for this podcast. And that's what my mission is to always help retailers. I want you to find that dream again. So I want you to think about a little tiny bit about taking control of your business. And I know, and it sounds really great, right? (laughs) I sound like, oh, that's so easy just to take control. But I I promise you, I want to help you get there. And that's by putting that CEO hat on. And you don't have to call yourself the CEO. You can call yourself the queen bee, the head honcho, the chief creative, whatever, whatever makes you think of being the boss, not just an employee of your business, but the CEO, the person, the visionary, the leader that you are, the leader that you need to be to create a bigger and better business. And bigger and better, it doesn't mean more money and, you know, the big corporate thing. It means, you know, to go back to that whole reason that you started that business in the very beginning, to get that freedom, to get more money for your family, whatever that definition of success is for you. So on today's podcast, what I wanted to do is give you a few tips, strategies that I like to use, um, part of a framework that I use um, with my clients, my creative shop owners, to help them get in the right headspace and do the right things, I guess, to put that CEO hat on. So first of all, I wanted to tell you that this is like a muscle you need to build. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to become the CEO overnight. You're not going to, you know, you have to start where you are. The second thing I want to mention is don't compare where you are or your backstage to everybody else's front stage. I love that. Um, I think Michael Hyatt was the first one to mention or to talk about front stage, backstage, or that's where I first heard it. But let me explain that a little tiny bit. A lot of us look at other people and we think everybody else has their stuff together. You know, they're looking at other people's front stage. Let me tell you, as somebody who works with a lot of retailers, the backstage 
is a hot mess for a lot of people. You're not alone. So if you're thinking, you know, the, and when I say the backstage, what I mean is, you know, how the, 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 business side maybe of your business and the front stage being more of, you know, what people see up front, what are they, you know, the store might look good and be good and, you know, everything's pretty and every, like you might be looking at somebody's social media and their store and you're thinking, wow, they really have that all together. I'm here to tell you that not everybody's, what it looks like going on in the front stage is, doesn't mean they don't have a bad backstage, I guess is what I want to say. I have yet to meet anybody in entrepreneurial life that has everything together on the backstage. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm racking my brain right now. I'm trying to think of somebody who has everything 100% tickety-boo on the back end. So I want you to know that you're not alone if you're struggling in a certain part of your business or maybe in the whole back end, and that's not uncommon. So um, I just want you to remember that. And you know, everybody's idea of success as well is different. I touched on that a little bit earlier. Um, your idea of success might be just working a few days a week, selling some certain volume of furniture or paint or whatever. And, you know, that's enough for you. You don't have any, you know, that's totally, and you have, I have other retailers that, you know, their definition of success is, you know, they want multiple, multiple stores with a hundred employees. So everybody has a different idea. Your definition of success is not wrong, no matter what you feel like it is. Some people might laugh at my definition of success. I sold and franchised my store right away from home. We sold a big home and moved and I live in a tiny little cottage and it, you know, that, that might not look successful to some people, but I feel very successful. We have an intentionally designed and built creative life that we want to live. So your definition of success and my definition of success and Susie down the road, her definition of success or anybody's definition is a personal thing. So I want you to remember that. I also want you to remember to start where you are, as I mentioned earlier, just everybody, just layer on education, layer on what you're learning, layer on habits. Habits don't happen overnight. We all know that. I wish they would. I really wish, I wish you could say, I want to be more, you know, conscious of time or something. And, or, you know, I want to exercise every day and, and, be healthier, but it, it's, it's just like working out. We're going to start flexing those muscles. We're going to start just getting in the habit of, you know, let's, let's use uh, the analogy of going for a walk every day to get healthier. You know, I have been on uh, starting, I started a health journey. I got off the path. I stopped doing it. I'm back on it. And, you know, if I walk two or three days in a row for 15, 20 minutes or half an hour, and then I eat healthy for two or three days in a row, that doesn't make me super healthy. It's the right path and I'm working towards the right path, but I'm just, I still need to keep working at that path. So it's the same with business techniques and business training and being the CEO and getting these habits. You just have to keep, keep going at it, keep practicing, keep flexing the muscles and your business muscles. So I just want to encourage you um, again to just keep at it. And knowing is half the battle. I think um, understanding that you are the CEO and that you need to flex these muscles or you should flex these muscles, or maybe you might want to, you can do, you do you. But, um, so I'm going to give you a few, a few ideas of what we use for, um, the framework that I use for my clients and, um, and some habits that are really, really good to get you into that CEO uh, mindset and frame. So the first one is mindset. You really need to acknowledge that you are building this beautiful business and you are the leader. It's not just a job. 
guys, it is not just a job. This retail business that you're building, and we are so fortunate. We are in such an amazing, uh, we're not selling widgets every day. We get to sell um, products that we're passionate about. We get to explore creativity. We get to talk to amazing customers, sell beautiful products. So we are so fortunate and we can build this clientele. We are in a great position, but the next step of that is to make sure that you're acknowledging that what we are doing is running a business. So uh, we step outside of the, you know, the busy work that we're in all the time and we have to remember to look at it like a business, not just our hobby. So um, I often say a hobby mindset equals hobby profits. So think about that. I'll say it again. A hobby mindset equals hobby profits. And we don't want that. We want to have business profits. So we don't say, you know, that we're not out to um, make a million dollars, or maybe we are out to make a million dollars. And your success may not involve, you know, making tons of money, but we are in business and we are here to make a profit. There's no reason to be in business if you are not looking to make a profit of some sort. If not, it's just an expensive hobby. So We do too much work for it to be an expensive hobby. So I want you to start acknowledging that you are the CEO, Queen Bee, Head Honcho, Chief Creative, whatever you want to call yourself. And that is the first step in becoming the CEO is acknowledging and being uh, of the mindset. Or a second idea or way to move ahead as being the CEO is to never stop learning. This is such a key thing. We all started as a hobby. Most of us started as a creative hobby. You know, maybe you have some training, but you took training in that. We learned and we grew and, you know, we understand the skill sets. So with the never stop learning, I mean, even, you know, about your skill, your, you know, your creative skills, you should be, you know, staying on trend with our businesses. We should be seeing what's coming up in the, you know, in the retail trends, we need to know what's coming up in even the, you know, if you're, if you're a paint retailer or creative, uh, your DIY products, the workshops that you may offer, we need to keep our skill set up so we can never stop learning. That also goes to business skills. We need to keep layering on new business skills. Maybe you need to learn how to send out emails. Maybe you need to learn Canva. Maybe you need to learn, you know, uh, different products. Maybe you need to learn your bookkeeping or your accounting. There's all these things and I don't want you to get overwhelmed with them. We just layer. We just figure out what we need to learn and we learn something new. And I want to remind you, you're never going to be done learning. I I feel like every time I learn one little nugget of something, there's like a bigger nugget on the other side of that. (laughs) Like this one, you know, somebody says, oh, you know, this is a really great maybe trend or something, or, you know, something's going on. And you just sort of step into that and you look around and you're like, okay, I got to learn all these other things, but that's okay. That's what being an entrepreneur is about. That's what being the boss is about, being the CEO. We just need time to learn these things all the time. So never stop learning. You're probably never going to master it. I will take, just think about your creative skill set that you have. I don't know, like, you know, even a a pianist or a great artist, uh, they're always learning and practicing, practicing, practicing their skills. I can't remember who, which famous pianist said one time, you know, just a couple of days of not practicing or not playing. And it was a really famous one. And I, it escapes me now who it was. Um, said that he couldn't go a day without practicing or he could tell that he was, you know, down a level. So we need to keep practicing our skills. We need to keep learning. They often say what got us here won't get us there. So if you're trying to grow your business and level up and, and be a better CEO and a better, a better business owner, 
we need to keep learning. What got you here won't take you there. So let's keep moving. So number three is, this is a big one and I feel your resistance already, but it's really crucial that you build time into your schedule to do the CEO level work or the training or the creative practice to keep your levels up. Business development and time into your business development and taking time into your creative development is crucial to your business growth. I already feel you pushing back. I don't have time. I hear that all the time. My retailers are always saying to me, I don't have time. I don't know where am I going to fit it in? We are going to be talking, just heads up, we'll be talking about this on a future podcast in a couple of episodes, uh, and I'll be sharing some time management tips. But you do need to build time. You need to put in some time plan for your success. Like if it means you have to get up an hour early, I'm so sorry, my friend, I'm so sorry. Um, You have to be working on CEO level work, working on things that matter and knowing how to prioritize what does matter and how to do that. And so we will be talking about, um, you know, looking at your schedule and looking at what could you have and other people do for you? Are you spending your days doing, you know, $10 tasks when you should be doing high level business tasks like marketing and promotions and, you know, business development, that's where your time should be spent cleaning the washroom at the shop or washing brushes and stuff. Although I know it's important guys, I totally get it. There might be a way around that and it might be better off. Your time may be better off spent working on your business. So you need to build time into your calendar. On a, on a side note of that, if you are just thinking, well, I'll find the time in my calendar, that's not going to happen. You have to, if you can't put it on paper, you're never going to find the time for that. So make sure you put it on the paper, like look at your schedule and figure out a time and schedule it and stick to it. Make a date with yourself and um, have a CEO date and build that time into your schedule. The fourth uh, tip that I'm going to give you today is knowing what success looks like for you. We talked about that at the beginning a little bit, but really I would love to see you sit down and plan out and what does success really look like to you? I'm going to be uh, 100% honest with you and tell you that I didn't really know what success looked like for me when I remember talking to one of my first coaches and mentors. You know, she said, well, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I cre- created this beautiful business. My store was really busy. Uh, customers were coming in. I didn't even have budgets or I didn't have, I didn't know how much money, like how, she's, you know, she was like, how much money do you need to make? I'm like, I don't know. Well, how many days a week do you want to work? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know. What do you, what type of revenue streams do you, I don't know. Like I just, I did know. I mean, I was really busy, but I was so in my business that I hadn't actually taken time to plan where I was headed and what did I truly want. Back to that question of, you know, why did I get into business? What do I want? So taking a little bit of time to know what success looks like for you, it's super important. Um, I call it the the dashboard or the guiding light to know where we're headed. And, and that actually helps, you know, your family. It's going to help your your team, your employees, everybody around you. If you have a plan, then everybody knows where you're going. And uh, of course, we'll be talking about that on future episodes as well too. So those are just four quick, maybe not quick, but four things that you can do. So acknowledging your mindset, never stop learning, building time into your schedule, 
And knowing what success looks like for you is so important. Those are just four tips. I have more CEO habits and tips for you and strategies for you. Um, I actually have 10 on a file that we've done for you and it'll be in the show notes and you can find our show notes at wendybatten.com slash podcast. So there's 10 tips there. We'll have those in the show notes for you. Um, I would love, love, love to encourage you to, um, to just have a look at those and see where you can apply different things. First of all, number one important thing is having the mindset that you are the CEO, you can so totally have a beautiful, intentional, creative lifestyle. You can get where you want to go, my friend. I promise you, we can get people in the door. We can get all the things. I know you need more, you know, more time for marketing, more time. We can do all this if we start at the beginning. And the beginning is thinking like a CEO. This is where all of the fun is going to begin actually at the Creative Shop Talk podcast. All comes from us thinking like a CEO, being the CEO of our business. And I promise you that you know you you deserve a beautiful business and your you know your success as a retailer is going to be bright. So thank you for being here. Again, you can find the show notes at wendybatten.com. I would love, love, love if you would leave us a review as well. We are just getting going here on the podcast. And I'd also love to know what type of podcasts and information you would love. So you can reach me at wendybatten.com and on the contact page. I would love, love, love to hear from you as well. And let me know where you are. What you, what you can even share with me over in the Rockstar Creative Group, which is my, my group where uh, we're going to continue the conversation on this. And I would love for you to leave me a comment and let me know why you got into the business. And if anything, any of your takeaways from here, you're able to action on this week. So thank you for joining me, my friends, and uh, we'll see you soon. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.